0: It takes two, Amy Eiler, J.J. Gordon here on the Mighty 790 KFTO. It's Eating Disorder Awareness Week, and with us now is Dr. Joseph Wunderlich, a Sanford Health psychologist who specializes in eating disorders. Dr. Wunderlich, welcome to KFGO Radio.
1: Hi, thank you very much for having me.
0: Let's just start out with the basics. What, an, what is an eating disorder? Um, how many are there that are recognized... Um, and what's sort of the the clinical definition of an eating disorder?
1: Yeah, those are great questions. Um, First, I think the most important thing is, in generally, eating disorders are real-life mental and physical illnesses with potentially fatal consequences. Um, We know that about 9% of the American population, or 28 million Americans, will have been diagnosed with an eating disorder at some point in their lifetime. And that's concerning because eating disorders have the second highest mortality rate out of any mental illness. Um, So when we're thinking about what is an eating disorder and what types of eating disorders are there, uh, it's a little bit hard to get into, but there are three primary eating disorders uh, that we think of, anorexia nervosa, bulimia nervosa, and binge eating disorder. There's some secondary diagnoses, like things like pica and feeding disorders Um, atypical anorexia or avoidant restrictive food intake disorder, which is an extreme level of picky eating. Um, But the primary eating disorders that we are treating in Fargo are those anorexia, um, bulimia, and binge eating disorder.
0: Is there a difference between an eating disorder and disordered eating? Because I hear that term a lot right now.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So eating disorders are when you meet diagnostic criteria coming from the DSM. So there's a set of standards that that you have to meet, which are things like uh, engaging in certain behaviors so many times a day or in a week or a month, um, and having this fear of weight and shape concerns, fear that you'll gain weight. Um, Disordered eating is in eating disorders, but it's also more common within kind of the general population. Uh, diet culture is everywhere and most people um, are engaging in some level of disordered eating if you're engaging in dieting um, that doesn't mean you have an eating disorder
0: and can can disor- does it does an eating disorder usually start as disordered eating like i mean is it is it something where if we knew the signs of it early that we could catch it
1: yeah, that's a great question so yes eating disorders often start with a level of disordered eating or dieting, things like that. Um, Really it's the kind of common warning signs are a preoccupation with weight, shape, and appearance, um, focus on weight loss and dieting, um, engaging in food rituals, which is maybe cutting up your food into tiny little pieces, trying to get fuller faster, or only eating at certain times of the day. Um, And so, when those things happen and if people are trying to lose weight while by engaging in these disordered eating behaviors oftentimes they're praised early on uh, oh you're looking so good oh this, you know you've done such a nice job losing weight and then that escalates and continues to drive that person to go beyond the point of what might healthy weight loss be and in, into an eating disorder
0: Yeah. Weren't you so excited when We Don't Talk About Bodies to the tune of We Don't Talk About Bruno started trending on social media? It was like, hallelujah.
1: I do. I, I think that's an important thing. And it's one thing we talk about with our patients always when they're leaving the hospital. People who are having to kind of re-engage with patients with eating disorder for the first time, they don't know what to say and they say things like, oh, you look so great, you look so healthy. And for a patient with eating disorders, that can set them off right away.
0: I mean, let's Um, be honest though, like that can set off anybody, like just stop talking about bodies. I hate talking about bodies we exactly. we say it on a very regular basis you know even i was talking to a friend of mine my son is really tall for his age and so everybody likes to talk about how tall he is and um and 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 that's fine and it it really is it's not you know they're not trying to be critical they're not i, I know it's not coming from a from a place of of um criticism or anything but i always like to remind people like we don't talk about bodies like in any way shape or form we don't talk about bodies Um, It starts so early and it is so scary how fast it starts. I have a four and a seven-year-old and I'm already seeing it starting and I just, I, you know, I try to use all the right language, but gosh, culture is so strong.
1: Exactly. And that's why we have to train parents, grandparents, loved ones, partners, everyone who has Uh, been impacted by eating disorders on how do we actually talk to people by not talking about their body. Um, It's surprisingly tricky for a lot of people. And I think the thing we need is earlier prevention and earlier discussion about bodies. You know, the other thing is people don't think about eating disorders don't only impact people at extremely low weights. Um, people who are at higher BMIs who maybe are in the normal weight range can also be diagnosed with an eating disorder. Eating disorders affect people of all genders, ages, races, religions, ethnicities, sexual orientations, and body shapes and sizes. Um, So early conversations, moving away from conversations about body into really what is the person, who they are as an individual, it's much more important, and it'll help. I believe it'll help. Um, move us away from disordered eating.
0: On the line with us now is Dr. Joseph Wunderlich, a S- Sanford Health psychologist who specializes in eating disorders.
1: Uh, Dr. Wunderlich, I'm curious about this. I think, and you just touched on the fact that, you know, just about anyone could be susceptible to an eating disorder. If we think that we have a loved one who might be suffering from an eating disorder, and of course we don't want to web MD ourselves and become the yes. doctor, but What are some of the things or resources we can do to help someone around us? Yeah, I think the first thing is a lot of people with eating disorders believe that their eating disorder is a secret. So if you're going to talk to them about their eating disorder, be prepared for negative reactions. Uh, But that doesn't mean avoid the tough conversation. Uh, Be vocal and be honest with what your concerns are. Avoid placing blame, obviously, on the individual. This is a disorder. It's not as simple as just eat or just stop eating. Um, It is a complex uh, illness that requires specialized care. And so if you believe that your loved one has an eating disorder and they've gotten them to the point of wanting to seek out treatment, uh, we advise reaching out to the Sanford Eating Disorder and Weight Management Clinic, or there's w- great resources online. NIDA, the National Eating Disorder Association, um, has a great resource online that will provide information about care and how to provide care for your loved ones, um, which I can't recommend
0: enough. Yeah, and, you know, it, as, as we leave people with these thoughts, what sort of... Uh, one thing or a few things that you always wish people would know or would change about their attitude towards people with eating disorders or maybe their attitudes around food? Like what are those sort of like principal things like you wish you could put into the school system at this moment, Dr. Wunderlich?
1: There's so many things I wish we could change, um, especially when it comes to schools and how we talk about bodies and things like that. We've like, we've already addressed. But I think the most important thing is that eating disorders are an illness. It's not just a simple choice. Nobody's choosing to have an eating disorder. Nobody is just saying, "Mm, I don't wanna eat today if they have anorexia or bulimia. Uh, These are really complex disorders and they take nuance and a lot of care. Um, And so having some empathy for these people, not just engaging in the stigma around eating disorders is really important.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for starting the conversation or continuing it with us, I guess, here on It Takes Two. Dr. Joseph Wonderlick, a Sanford Health psychologist specializing in eating disorders. It is Eating Disorder Awareness Week, and we appreciate you being on with us today.
1: Thank you very much for having me.